Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our text for today comes from the ninth chapter of Gospel of Mark, verses two through nine. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud came a voice, This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they came down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may not know this if you're looking at me or if you know me but I have had a problem with reading. It's not that I can't read, I can. I can read articles, I can read books. In fact, I love to read. I've been reading since a young age, but reading has always been a challenge for me as long as I can remember. I can remember in high school trying to read a novel like Huck Finn and just slogging through it. And the same thing happened in college when I would read books like The Heart of Darkness or some other textbook. And it continued in seminary when I had to read some type of book of theology and just it would take forever for me to try to get through the reading assignments. Now somehow I got through all of that, but the problem still remained. The thing is, is that I could see the words, I knew what they meant, but if you asked me what I had just read and did I understand it, what you'd probably get back is this blank stare because I didn't, it was hard for me sometimes to process what I had just read. It wasn't until recently that I figured out something that I had had a hunch was there, that I have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or also called ADHD. 
I had been tested for it for a few years and it was kind of always on the borderline. Um, but it seems to be certain, especially with a recent, more recent test. And one of the things in doing some reading and trying to figure out about ADHD is, is that people sometimes with ADHD have problems with reading comprehension. And that made sense because at times I could not focus on the text that I was reading. I was always distracted and something would happen and I just could not keep my mind focused on the text in front of me. And so all of this made reading torture. And that's sad because like I said earlier, I love reading and I want to understand things. I love wanting to read about politics or about religion. And I wanted to know more, but the process sometimes of trying to comprehend a book was just painful. And then I realized a few months ago that I should start looking at um, audiobooks. I've resisted that for years because it always felt like it was cheating. But I decided to try that. And the thing is, it felt like my mind was open. I could finally listen to a book, understand it, and, and remember it. I realized all of a sudden that now I can listen to the words and understand things. It's just that I understand them now in a different way than if it was I was simply reading them. The story of the transfiguration of Jesus kind of reminds me about um, my process of being able to kind of put the pieces together. This event has always been interesting because it here it's this thing that we just don't understand. Jesus being transfigured. You know, what is the purpose of this? What is its meaning? Why does it always come in the last Sunday before Lent? Now, the story, of course, goes that Jesus it brings Peter, James, and John up a mountain, and all of a sudden he is transformed. He becomes his clothes become whiter than anything you could imagine. He is talking to Elijah and Moses, two very important figures in the history of Israel. And all of the disciples that are there are just astounded. And all of a sudden this voice comes from out of here. And, and the voice says that this is my beloved son, Jesus. Listen to him. Why in the world did the voice say that? Here you go, you have all these pyrotechnics going on. Jesus is transformed, he's in gleaming white. He is talking with two people who have been long dead and this voice is saying, listen, why? Well, it helps to look at the end of chapter eight. Jesus is asking his disciples who people say that he is. And Peter gives an, one answer and he's not satisfied. And so he asks Peter pointedly, who do you say that I am? And Peter responds. He says that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus then 
decides to tell his disciples that he's going to go through a time of suffering, which will lead to death. He'll rise from the dead, but he'll be dead too. Well, that was a lot for the disciples to take in. And Peter did not understand this whole resurrection, and he really didn't understand the whole dying thing. And when Jesus, when Peter tries to confront Jesus and tells him this is not happening, Jesus turns it around and confronts him and silences Peter. So now Peter, James, and John are up on this mountain, and Jesus is changed, and Peter still doesn't get this. He is probably mouthing something because he just doesn't know what to say. And then that's where that voice comes in, saying to listen to Jesus. Now, when God is telling the disciples to listen to Jesus, God is not telling Peter, James, and John to use their ears. Instead, what God is asking is for them to pay attention. Pay attention to Jesus. Watch what he does, who he cares about, what he says. If you want to understand Jesus, pay attention. And in some ways, this is what Lent is all about. It is about paying attention to Jesus. The problem with Peter, and probably us, is that he wasn't paying attention. He couldn't understand this whole thing about death. And God was calling them on this. And he, God is trying to tell the disciples and us, by extension, that we are to pay attention. Pay attention to the clues that Jesus is leaving, that reveal a little bit more about who he is, and that will be revealed in full on the cross on Good Friday. During the time of Lent, kind of the tradition is that we're asked to give up things. And I sometimes wonder why that is. And sometimes I wonder, and now I wonder, is it a way of getting rid of the distractions so that we can focus on who Jesus is and pay attention? So we need to listen to Jesus. We need to listen to what Jesus says, to watch what he does. Because if we pay attention, we see Christ revealed as we draw closer and closer to the cross. So my hope this Lent is that all of us together will heed the voice and listen to Jesus. Because the thing is, is that some of us might have been on that Lenten journey many, many a times. We've gone through Ash Wednesday. We've gone through, gone through Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter over and over and over again. We know the story so well, or so we think that we ended up not paying attention. So my wish for all of you during this Lent is to pay attention, to watch, to see what Jesus does, and to see what Jesus is saying about God. So when I was able to hear, finally hear the words, instead of trying to read the words, things became clear. I could kind of see or understand things 
that I hadn't been able to understand before. And so that's what I'm hoping for all of us, that we trust God to open our ears, our eyes, our hearts, or in our minds to the Son of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.